Hey everybody, this is Bevan. Welcome to Bevan, a femme over 40 and her friends podcast. I'm your host, Bevan. I've said my name three times. It's time to start the show. I'm also here with my co-host, Biscuit Reynolds. So if you hear purring or snorting, that's him. Uh, Today, I wanted to talk to you about diagnosing myself with ADHD via Instagram.com. Now, I know many of you are out there wondering, do I have ADHD? How do I know? Well, I'm going to share how I know about myself versus um, kind of all the standard things. So I grew up doing like advanced classes, right? Like I grew up naturally smart and nobody had gentle parenting techniques. So they really praised me for being smart. It really screwed up my self-esteem later in life because I felt like if I wasn't naturally good at something, then therefore I was a failure and I was unworthy of love. That is true facts about how my thought life worked as a young person. Um, and you know what? I know all of my caregivers were doing the best they could with what they had at the time. And it really mattered to them that I was smart. It really mattered to them that I achieved academically. Uh, my mom, uh, we grew up like on the line between poverty and working class, right? Like always kind of like scooting through that line. And for my mom, it was like education was the way that I was going to have security and success for the rest of my life. I took that and like internalized it as a belief. And I took that all the way through law school, even though I can look back and see my intuition guiding me away from that choice. Um, And I still carry all of that school debt because any amount I've paid down has built back up in interest. And it is, I just cannot wait to pay it off with things that I do that have nothing to do with that degree. Um, But it is just so funny how I just kept going and I kept being academically talented, but not really developing the things that I was meant to in my life. Um, I also was constantly beating myself up because of the way that I work um, and the way that I was working then. Like I'm a big procrastinator by nature and I have, oh my goodness, I cannot tell you how far I've come in procrastination. I think my biggest struggle was priorities because I did, I was absorbing other people's priorities. So I wasn't doing what I actually want to do. Part of ADHD brain is uh, hyper-focus. Um, and like really following your curiosities, which I think is your intuition, just telling you what you need to know for the next phase of your life. Like there's so much information out there for us now. It used to be like you could literally read all the books in your house and that then you were done with what was available to you. Then there were libraries, right? Or if you had like a relative who had a bunch of books, right? But now we have the internet and we have access to information at the touch of our fingers. And I think a lot about during these times about how important it is to also have at least some reference stuff at home, right? Like a recipe file of things you really like that are printed out at home just in case you lose the internet because this these are really precarious times and you don't know how long we're going to have access to it, right? Like uh, we have environmental collapses and disasters, all the things, right? You, you know. Um, so anyway, all that to say, we have information at the touch of our hands, fingers, whatever. And like... Um, But I think our hyper-focus and our curiosity is our intuition telling us what we need to know, specific to us, right? Uh, The academic school system is built as one-size-fits-all, but human diversity has 8 billion different people in it, and everyone learns differently, and I think that's okay. And the more I learn about, like, special education and, like, individualized education plans and things like that, I just think every kid deserves to have an individualized education, um, including myself, and I did not have that. And I experienced a lot of emotional, mental, uh, just 
harrowing lifestyles having to go through academia. Um, anyway, so I procrastinated a lot because I didn't know how to prioritize. I also wasn't given the luxury of choosing what I was focused on and what I needed to learn. Um, and now I chunk things into their smallest bits and do it like that and just treat things like usually if I don't do it daily, it's not going to happen. So, um, I like figure out what's most, most important and kind of structure myself around that. Um, there's a thing I've learned about ADHD brains that like where structure is super important, but it also feels like a prison. So I'm still trying to like acknowledge and experience and receive that. Um, but I learned, this is how I kind of started making light bulbs happen for myself. I'm like 43, right? Like, so I haven't, I've heard about ADHD my whole life, but I never thought it was about me um, until a good friend of mine talked about people being too exceptional, meaning um, they are both an advanced, like gifted and talented education student, which by the way, gate was my favorite part of school because we mostly just got to play and learn about what was exciting for us. So I would like sit in that little classroom uh, doing logic puzzles the whole time. I love logic puzzles. Um, but uh, I was gifted and talented, which like I think um, in if you're really hype about conforming to social norms, being gifted and talented is great. You can brag about your kid. Your kid is clearly smarter. We put hierarchies around intelligence in our culture, which I think is bullshit. Everyone has something they're brilliant about. Um, it doesn't have to be academic smart. So I think that's a real shame that we do that. I think it's a shame we do that about anything about humans, but certainly about intelligence. Everyone has a zone of genius. Absolutely everyone. Um, I also believe we're all geniuses and I think we're um, conformed out of our genius zone. And a lot of what I've been doing the last few years is really the self-care work I needed to get back in touch with my inner genius. Um, and there definitely is like a sort of mingling between genius and madness. Um, accepting that I was mentally ill happened long before I realized I had ADHD. Um, I've had depression my whole life. Um, anxiety, of course, which is like your little coin flip from depression. Um, and just kind of accepting and embracing that that isn't like a neurotypical brain, right? And that like there are things I need to do differently to support my mental health and my willingness to live that like is super important to me. And I don't care if being mentally ill is something someone judges because I don't care what other people think about me. I have curated a list of people who are advisors in my life, who challenge me, who notice my blind spots, who are better than me at stuff that I admire. And that's who I pursue for advice about how I'm doing. The average person um, sitting in a recliner judging me, good luck to you. You can judge me for having mental illness. I don't care. Um, so like I've already right, done a lot of work around like not like judging other people for their mental illness. And I think that opens me up and judging myself, not judging myself about that. So that opened me up to like beyond self-deception, right? Like I think I spent a lot of my life self-deceiving about my experience of life because I needed to just survive, right? And like the more I create and accept safety within my own self and don't need external validation, the happier I get and the more I can kind of embrace about myself. Um, there's a productivity expert I have definitely talked about on the podcast before. And in fact, I talked, this is like a December, 2021 episode, but I talked about like my struggles with using a planner. Uh, but Jordan page is a productivity expert. She has a really incredible planner that kind of blocks out your day in chunks in like three hour blocks, which is a really good amount of time. I very, very struggled with time blocking hourly. Um, I also have been very abusive with myself with to-do lists um, because again, I had like this expectation that I could produce so, so much when in fact, I'm actually a very highly productive person. I just produce in these short bursts. 
but I need a lot of staring at the wall time or self-care or whatever you want to call it in order to sit down and actually produce in those births. I always felt like nine to five was a scam, which when I was a lawyer, it was nine to nine. Um, or really like 7 a.m. to 9, um, if you count the commute, which also felt like a waste of time. But it always felt like a scam because I could sit down and get my actual work done in like an hour or two. And then all the other hours were just clocking in and out or traveling to client, you know, meetings and things like that. So I, it just seemed dumb, right, that we all have to like conform instead of just being responsible for output. Um but I guess it's a different mindset when you're trading time for money, right? And I've been on my entrepreneurial working for myself journey um, now full time for the last five years, which is really, really cool. Um, so grateful for all the things I've been able to create and produce, including this podcast. Um, I uh, So Jordan Page has produced this like amazing planner that's really working for me, right? So like, and and I've been following her intentionally, like I instead of just following people on the internet, I come up with a list of the 10 people I admire most and I consume all of their content. Like Instagram stories makes things um, time sensitive because they disappear after 24 hours. But a lot of people who I really enjoy put good content out on there, right? So I'm going to go through my Instagram search bar. It, it remembers the last 10 people you looked at and it'll show me whose stories are, are fresh, right? So that's kind of how I do Instagram. So I've been developing and cultivating a relationship with Jordan Page, <laughs> For over a year because I admire her and she runs, she has eight kids, two dogs, a thriving marriage and runs five businesses. That's a lot. I would be really, I'm, you know, I run two businesses have, uh, and have a cat. So like, and I struggle. So like, I'm really like looking to add to my responsibilities, but I want to have structures that allow me to thrive in those positions. Right. So Jordan Page has been a great teacher for that. And, um, I had already been thinking like maybe I'm ADHD just based on friends of mine who were recently diagnosed, right? Um, like late in life diagnosis women with ADHD. Like it just kept coming up person after person. Um, and I actually had been taking a natural herbal focus supplement for the last three years or so off and on. I just use it as needed. Um, but um, it's made for focus, but I use it as an antidepressant because it also like gives me a uh, kind of euphoria, like the way mushrooms does without um, the brain, uh, without feeling uh, inebriated, right? Uh, so I've been using this. So I've been like medicating myself for uh, focus and ADHD without realizing it, um, which is great. This is why I love plants. It's all plant-based. Um, and so... I'm like following Jordan Page, a bunch of my friends are getting diagnosed with ADHD and like going through like actual diagnostic processes with like professionals they pay money to. Um, and then, and I also like myself don't prioritize putting money into the medical industrial complex when I can help it. I spent probably $100,000 of insurance money getting my IBS diagnosed twice. First, they diagnosed it as colitis and that was incorrect. And then the second time they said, oh, it's IBS which means we don't know what's wrong with your tummy. You just don't digest well. So when I pursued a holistic route and hired a health coach and really worked with her and did the candida diet and like um, have really worked on reducing or eliminating entirely um, foods that flare my tummy, right? Sugar is a big one. It's required a lot of self-control that comes from self-love, right? I don't want to feel bad. So therefore I don't make choices that make my body feel bad. Um, so I had that whole experience, which really turned me off to the medical industrial complex. I'm like, you will take $100,000 and come up with nothing for me, but I can invest money into 
uh, a person I believe in, a health coach that I like, where my the small businesses do a lot more with your money, by the way, than a big hospital and insurance company, right? Um, anyway, so I was never going to pursue a formal diagnosis for ADHD because I don't need it, right? I already have the medication I want. I already, like, I just needed the framework to understand myself more. And um, so then Jordan Page comes on and says, one of my daughters got diagnosed with ADHD and I was in the diagnostics with her, kind of taking it alongside her. And the person also diagnosed me with ADHD. So having my favorite productivity person who has a very similar personality to me um, talk about her ADHD diagnosis, I was like, you know, and then the next time I saw a meme uh, on Instagram.com about ADHD, I was like, this describes my brain. I'm just going to receive this and I'm going to decide and understand a diagnosis of ADHD. Um, and it was just like, I had to bust through all of that, right? Like all the conditioning about like, it's quote unquote bad to have a mental illness, quote unquote, or to be neurodivergent in any way. Um, so I'd already kind of worked through that. Um, I started to really understand that being gifted and talented does not exempt you from neurodiversity. In fact, probably just flags more likelihood for neurodiversity. It's so hilarious. Um, I just like how much talent is lost because it's brainwashed in a school system, how much talent is lost because people get stuck in this like hyper productivity capitalist, like go to work, get paid, um, and then like spend the whole rest of your time, which isn't even the majority of your time trying to make life worth living, right? Like it is such a trap and we lose so much human ingenuity that we could be using right now to solve our climate crisis. Um, so much, so much could be solved by human ingenuity anyway. Uh, but I hope that me talking about my like understanding of my brain a little better helps you do the work to understand your brain a little bit better. Um, I also really love supplements for brain health in general. Like um, I'll be transparent the last couple months. I haven't been taking my supplements um, mostly because of money, uh, which I hate money making decisions around my health. But sometimes that happens when you have big bills that pop up. Um, and I also have been like resting a lot from a back injury and, um, just, and praying, I prayed so much to like, just let the lessons be gentle that I just kept understanding that I needed to rest. So I just kept resting and I've been resting a lot. And like, part of like not taking the supplements is like, well, I feel really tired, but what do I need to be awake for? Right. So <laughs> I did that, but then, uh, thankfully I am back on my, all of my supplements that make my brain feel better. I'm really excited about it. And I do like, you know, just a few days into it and I do feel like leagues better and more awake and more vibrant. And my brain is functioning with far less fog, which is so good. I'm so grateful. Um, so like going through now on these memes on Instagram.com, which by the way, I told my therapist, I was like, Andrew, I diagnosed myself with ADHD on Instagram.com. Here's why I think. And he didn't like, give me a diagnosis or anything like that, but he went along with it. Um, uh, which like, I feel, I don't really need him to diagnose me. I just need him to help me like navigate this life and help me make life worth living, which is my highest priority. Um, and going through these memes, I've realized so much about myself that I just before. Okay. So when I was growing up, fat was such a problem, right? Like I knew my body was a problem for the adults around me at five years old, which I think is really sad. Um, and I blamed everything on being fat. I thought it was all fat. Like I thought I didn't like to exercise because I was fat and I thought that I didn't like, um, or, and then I liked eating because I was fat, right? Like it was all interrelated, but in fact, <laughs> um, your brain, there's, there are certain foods and certain types of behavior that really like sparks up an ADHD brain, including eating crunchy, 
uh, foods. Like that's something, it's a sensation for your brain that you really like, which frequently when I'm craving food, I just want crunchy like things that make my brain feel good. And I never really thought about it that way. Um, that, that could be a neurodivergent thing and not a just fat girl thing. Like I just was like, Oh, I like to eat because I do, I enjoy food, but I'm also really picky about the food I like. And I like to create good eating experiences. Um, but I just always thought that was a fat girl thing and I was always blaming it on the fat thing. But in fact, it's just what my brain likes, which is so okay. And it's like getting neutral about that stuff is so good. And like the more neutral and accepting you can be of yourself, the easier life gets. And frankly, I, um, I suggest self-compassion as a way of life. I think you're going to like it. Um, and if you're already self-compassionate, here's a high five for self-care for really doing that for yourself. Um, another thing that I thought was really interesting that I always blamed on being fat was how much I hated exercising. Um, but it turns out I just hate lots of specific movements with the body because I'm supposed to be an aerobics genius. Like I am meant to create this very specific type of healing physical modality. And so a yuck on lots of other things. Like I take other people's classes all the time and I feel a yuck about certain movements, things like that. But that's because it's a yum about the things I'm supposed to be doing. Right. Um, and so it's almost like because everything won't satisfy you, therefore have to create your own thing. Um, and I'm really grateful. I'm grateful for all the instincts that I have that make me a great aerobics instructor um, and make me great at the thing that I'm great at. Um, and in all this time of rest, like I've super focused on just like doing the aerobics, teaching the aerobics, even while injured, if I pare down the rest of my life, I can still teach. Um, which I'm really grateful to be able to do that and have a life that is simple enough that enables me to do that. And of course, it's lifestyle choices that I've made to make my life able to do that. Um, I continue. I'm, I might read a book about ADHD. I think it's ironic that they even bother to write books for people with ADHD. <laughs> it's like, just feed it to me one meme at a time, which has actually been really helpful. Um, but it's been a really interesting process of just like, um, becoming aware and appreciating like my hyper focus, right? Like the things that I hyper focus on, I just trust it. I trust the instincts. Um, and also being aware of the things that like, I truly am not interested in, like trust the books you haven't finished. You don't need to keep the emotional support stacks of books. You're never going to finish. And you don't need to feel bad, honestly, about like not finishing a book. I feel like I'm really releasing that, um, old guilt, old things that I thought I quote unquote should do it's gone. It's done. Um, it's released. I am super grateful for my Patreon supporters. Patreon is a membership support site that allows folks like you to support creators like me who make work that's valuable to you. Um, I have an entire, uh, content library that I've created over the last three and a half years. It includes Bevan's Bites, a podcast of many episodes that is only available through my Patreon. Um, it includes online aerobics on-demand classes and self-care parties like a puff and paint party and an art therapy party that you can just pop into or share with some besties if you're going away for the weekend like do a little puff and paint class like the supplies are listed it's super easy um and it's just a great way to like bring self-care to you i love creating events i love creating self-care content um and uh, my patreon is full of just that uh at the lowest tier which is seven dollars a month um, and cancel anytime, safe and secure site. Patreon handles all of that. They're so good. Um, seven bucks a month includes all of my Zoom classes. Um, I teach Zoom aerobics at least five times a month. Um, and it's a really fun class and a vibrant community. And I'm so grateful to get to do it. Um, and it directly supports my ability to create this podcast. So if you value this, um, please consider um, 
becoming part of my Patreon crowd. Um, you get all those benefits, but then also uh, the entire reason why I can focus on my aerobics and create uh, what I'm doing is because of the Patreon support, because I can rely on it to help me pay my rent and um, decide what my job is, right? Uh, which is just such a beautiful place to be in. I've been working so hard at my art and activism for the last 22 years. It's so weird to think about how long I've been doing this. Um, and it's just, I'm so grateful that this is my full-time experience. And during a pandemic, when most of my income comes from touring and events and things like that, I've been able to just keep life real simple and focus on the Patreon. And that's what I'm doing. And as the world continues to be bonkers, here I am creating. So um, I love you a lot. I'm so grateful you're tuning in for this. Um, thanks so much for everyone for your grace uh, for the delay between last episode and this one. I just really needed a lot of rest. And I actually recorded a couple of episodes that I decided would be better written. Um, so I'm actually doing some writing these days and uh, posting up at my blog, queerfatfem.com. So you can tune in there, especially for those of my babes who are not on Instagram or on the internet like that. I have a discord page, which is like free to join. Um, it's part of the Patreon benefits to get all the chat rooms that are in there, but it's free to join. And I keep a little daily diary there and some forest pictures on a forest feed. Um, and, uh, I also, uh, put, I have a little Bevan's feed in there so you can know my new podcast episodes, my new blog posts and all that kind of stuff for there. So hopefully some of this was helpful. Have you diagnosed yourself with ADHD? I want to hear about it. Um, and I just want to support you in whatever way you're figuring yourself out. Um, gosh, just understanding myself more and more without, um, needing to put a judgment on top of things, uh, has been just truly one of the best things I've ever done. And I hope that can be true for you. Um, as you continue to do, I hope you heard brisket Reynolds, um, breathing at you. Anyway, I hope you continue to do the great work of loving yourself and discovering yourself and becoming more you because the more people who become really themselves, that's how we change the world. So I love you a lot and I'll see you next week.